Jing. Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Going Greyhounds for Tuesday, November 28. My name is Kat Ernst and joining me to talk all things Greyhound racing for the next 30 minutes is Tab's Jared Daffy. Good morning to you, Daff. Good morning, Kat. Things really heating up down in Melbourne, of course, for the Melbourne Cup and the Bold Trees this week. Uh, before we get into things, what did you make of the heats last Saturday night? Well, there were a lot of surprises, but I suppose we've become accustomed to that, Cat. Uh, only two favourites have won uh, the last two years of the eight heats, and we had some big upsets there the other night, some, a couple of form reversals, but it was pretty hard to take anything away from big energy, wasn't it? Just a, a tick under a half a length outside of the record on a track that maybe could have had a little bit of improvement in it. Um, the four distant seats of the Baltrice, uh well, there wasn't much separating uh, three of those heats time-wise, but uh, it sets up for two fascinating finals next Saturday night. Absolutely, and I thought one interesting component of the, the Melbourne Cup is the fact that three of the more impressive winners by Aussie Infrared, who... Um, yeah. probably hasn't, you know, had the opportunities of dogs like Fernando Bale and Barcia Bale at stud, but um, to get three into a, a Melbourne Cup final, including the two fastest as well as um, uh, another impressive winner, I just thought it was a remarkable effort and uh, hats off to not only the dog, but his stud master Mick Eberham because he's had a lot of confidence in the dog all the way through. He's been a really handy stud dog now for a, a season or two and you know, uh, I, I get you're right uh, to have the two quickest uh, heats into that final on Saturday night. It, it's all onwards and upwards for Aussie Infrared because he's, although he's had some good bitches to him, no doubt he could have done with a whole lot more. So I think we'll see a changing of the guard there as well. Yep, definitely. And let's get straight into things with the Melbourne Cup. Uh, you want to take us through the market first of all, Duff? I can do that. Uh, Buddy Manelli has the red box, $4.60. Uh, two Fabs Vegetables, a decent move, 21 into 10. Three Max Damage, $16. Four Big Energy, the favourite, opened at 190 into $1.80 now. Aussie Rocks Box 5 at 18. Six Idolise at 18. Seven Tim Zoo, 440 out to 460. Eight Make, make No Promise at $18. And the two reserves there, Dundee Rebel at $18 and $10 for Navarino. So a little bit surprised Big Energy has toughened up early. I thought he might have gone the other way, but I suppose given his profile and the time that he ran, kind of makes sense the public are going to get behind him. On paper, how are you seeing the race at this early stage? Well, I think it's pretty simple. If Big Energy comes out like he did last week and runs 497 early, bearing in mind he had the red, that's game, set, match. He'll just win. But um, Aussie Rocks can definitely go quicker than it did in its seat the other night. And, of course, Idolise. Uh, Idolise has got terrific pace from box six. So if she was to get the start right and cut across, could create some big problems for Big Energy. Max damage in three, although one of the outsiders ran 504 early. Don't think the top two will get into the race. And, of course, Tim Zoo, the X Factor now. I thought Tim Zoo was just going to be perennially an ordinary beginner and unlucky, but he ran 5.02 early the other night, uh, 29.07. So 5.04, sorry, 29.07. So he's more than capable as well. I'm not quite sure about big energy. It all depends on idolise at the start. Yeah, just on Tim Zoo, he's always been one of those dogs that showed a massive amount of potential from day one. But, um, you know, I guess when he, he's been up in class from the get-go in feature race company, 
Um, it's been a case of him really having to rise to the occasion and figure himself out, and there was no better time for him to figure it out last Saturday. Yeah, well, he's only had the 16 starts, and, and you're right, apart from his first... I think he went 23.58 at his first start at uh, Bendigo, something around that mark, which showed how good he was. But since then, he's been thrown into the deep end pretty much for the entire 16 starts, and here he is in a Melbourne Cup. I guess the beauty of Tim Zoo is that... Um, he did show what he was capable of the other night at box rise. He might get some some room here out in box seven because Idolise, uh, you know, as I said, she's a good beginner. Uh, he might get a, a decent card into the race early, so not completely hopeless. Well, Idolise that you just mentioned is one of the key dogs going into the race because of that early speed. Let's listen to her replay from Saturday night. Racing. Postman Pat only fair to begin. There was good speed. Hefford and Bale and also Idolise is flying over and Idolise is going to lead to the first turn. Up to second goes Petzl Bale trying to get through. Postman Pat got chopped out going up the track. Mapunka Smokey and Morton got it up to third. Postman Pat's out of play. It's Idolise the leader. Two in front of Petzl Bale. Morton third. Running on strongly was Akina Jack. It's Idolise in front trying to hold off Petzl Bale and Morton in the straight. It's Idolise. Mums into the final. Idolise won it. Beat home Morton. Third in was Akina Jack. Fourth home was on the inside of Petzl. Yeah, Idolise made her own luck out in front there on Saturday night. And it's just typical of her, Duff. Get out and go and uh, pray she hangs on. It's a wonderful story. I mean, going back to when I was a kid, it was quite popular to uh, for, for a bitch to have pups and then come back on the racetrack. Probably not at the top echelon, which Idolise is, but you just don't see it in this day and age. And, you know, to have eight months off and here we are in a Melbourne Cup Thursday night, it's a wonderful story. Absolutely, it is. And one woman who is going to be very excited heading into the series is Michelle Nolan, who owns her, and she joins us now. Good morning to you, Michelle. Good morning, Kat. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. It could be a massive Saturday night for you this week. Of course, you've also got one in the Bold Trees final that you train yourself, Get Ready Dora. But we'll start with the Super Mum Idolise and uh, just what an exciting thrill it must be to find yourself in a Melbourne Cup. Yeah, how, how good is it? Like she was, She's been there, This is she was there last year and ran third in a heat and then yeah, came on season. So the decision was made to breed, but then she made the decision she wanted to race again. So... Here we are again. And Michelle, when she when she came back, obviously you've you've got to have. Um, I think there's a mandatory time on the sidelines with the pups, etc. But how long before you started to put her around? You think, wow, she still got it. Well, Pete Pseudo trains um, idolised, so he mm. he sort of said to us, um, "Listen, she she just wants to work. You know, I'm just going to. You know, he started just by galloping and said." No, I might pop her around, see how she goes. And we're like, well, you're training us, your decision, whatever you want to want to do. And, yeah, she just took it, you know, he took it easy, step at a time, and the rest is, yeah, what you're seeing now. And she really hasn't uh, taken a backward step since she's come back. She, of course, won uh, straight away when she, when she resumed from quite a lengthy time on the sidelines. Um, and she then went up to Wentworth Park and ran a really good race, winning the consolation of the Million Dollar Chase. She ran 2960-odd on that occasion. And uh, then she went around in the Group 2 uh, Cranbourne Cup at Sandown Park and, of course, then won a heat the other night of the Melbourne Cup. So uh, it's been no place for the faint-hearted for Little Idolise. And no. uh, she's arguably going, I know she's already won two feature races, but to be doing it now in open-class company, she's, um, she's arguably racing as good now as ever before. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. So, you know, you, you make that decision, you know, if you're going to bring her back, well, she has to, you know, it has to be worth it for her. Like, she, she just wanted to do it. So, you know, when you're coming back after pups and racing at that level, yeah, she's pretty, she's a real special one, that one. And Michelle, under normal circumstances, box six in a feature race would be a horror draw. What do you make of the draw, um, particularly given her early speed? Yeah, look, box not so doesn't matter so much for her because she normally is, you know, a brilliant beginner. So as long as she gets clean out of the boxes, and hopefully she can cross. So there's a little bit of speed in that race. So we'll hopefully she can get out and get across. And, get that, and as you we know, mentioned before, you've mark. also got Get Ready Dora going around in the Group 1 Bold Trees, who you train yourself. And she was a terrific run in uh, her heat on Saturday night, defeating New South Wales Greyhound Palawa King. It was her first go at the 700, and I guess that's always going to be the question mark if she was going to run it out. But it was a really tough little performance. She wasn't going down without a fight either. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dora's, yeah, she was, she, we've nursed her along because she always showed she had a little bit of strength. So we've sort of brought her up slowly. We weren't planning to go for those heats. Um, it just worked out like she's going to be racing those same greyhounds basically anyhow. Like that's what you're going to come against. So we just thought, oh, well, let's see what she's got. And, yeah, here we are in a group one final. It's a pretty so, handy litter. Pretty handy litter, that one, Michelle. That's Ambora of Rocky Fancy Mutter letter. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of them over the 700, but they've been working their way up there. But she's she's been able to run quick times anyway. I see a win 34-11 at Sandown and some pretty fast wins on the country distance circuit. Yeah, yeah. Look, credit to um, Rob and Joy Ranky. You know, we bought, or well, my son bought her um, as a pup. Um, he also bought Zero Cool off off them, which they bridged, and she stayed as well. She um, placed in, the, she was third in the Hume Cup. So they've got a really nice staying line. So that's what, what my son likes about their line. And Dora, like early days, um, their line seems to take a long time to mature. So if you judge them early, you wouldn't know what you've got. So you've really got to hang on to them and take your time with them. And they've got, they've got a really nice line. And last one from me, two group ones this Saturday night, one that you train, one that you own. Um, just how exciting is it and what do you think would uh, happen? How do you think you'd react if you happened to pull it off in one of them? Well, it'll be a massive night because we're both like Pete's family and our family. We're, we're very close and um, all our kids are growing up together. So with all of them there, it's such a, it's just such a magic moment when, this ha- when it all comes together. Like the, the week that we just had has been massive for us, like... So this week, you know, I don't think we've got the pressure that we did last week. So we'll be able to just enjoy the night and the moment. Yeah, it's a terrific performance, Michelle. Actually, it was great footage after uh, Get Ready Dora won because it, it looked like you were just stunned. Oh, well, behind the boxes, you can't really see the winning post. So I thought she got pipped on the line. So mm. I was wrapped that she ran second because I thought, oh, we get through. Like, she gets another chance. And then, yeah, all of a sudden I'm, I'm having to interview and, yeah, wasn't ready for it. And she did a really good job staving off Palawa King as well because he, he all but got to her on the home turn, but she just kept fighting on. Yeah, yeah. Well, surprised because we thought, you know, everyone was querying that last, you know, probably 20 metres or so. We're like, will she do it? And, you know, we were, we could only go off her trial times, run home times, and she showed us that she could do it. But, you know, we were a couple of weeks probably short of what we wanted because she had a couple of niggly injuries. So... You know, two more weeks would have been perfect. But, yeah, like this week, it is what it is, you know. 
we, we can't make her. Her run homes were as good as the others. So, you know, hopefully she just steps and can find a little more this week. Well, it's a fantastic performance, the Prosciutto and the Nolan family. You touched on it before, but we've we've seen many mentions of it before, how close you all are to get not only one but two greyhounds into two group ones. is a fabulous effort. Idolise in the Melbourne Cup, get ready Dora in the bowl trees. So all the very best uh, to yourself and Peter Prosciutto on Saturday night. Michelle, and thank you for your time. No, thank you. Thank you, guys. And, yeah, hopefully I'm talking to you next week. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> There she was, Michelle Nolan. That would be a great story if uh, if Idolise can win that cup. Absolutely, Duff. I don't think that it would have ever been done before. I can't think in, uh, or definitely not in recent times, where a, a dog has had puppies and then come back and uh, managed to win a feature race. I know it's happened a couple of times with sires that they've, um, you know, produced pups and then gone on to race them. But uh, she might even do that little Idolise if she keeps going the way she's going. Yeah, and uh, as I said, she's got that spur. You get in front in a feature race, who knows what will happen. And we saw you know, so many upsets over the last few weeks with greyhounds that were in front. So she's got to improve on the clock, but she might well be able to do that. So that was Michelle Nolan. We might take a short break here, Kat, and hopefully we can catch up with Michelle Lill, who trained the winner of the Casino Cup last Friday night. Hi, this is Dave Stanley. Racing HQ is coming to Mudgee to celebrate the Cup. Join us to experience the country charm of the Mudgee region. We'll be hosting the Calcutta on race day eve at the Oriental Hotel on Thursday, November 30. Then I'll broadcast Racing HQ live from the Ori on Cup Day morning. So come for breakfast, say g'day. And take advantage of free travel to and from the track. Don't miss Mudgee Cup Day, one of country racing's truly iconic cup meetings. At TAB, we're on for faster live vision. You can now stream Sky 1 and Sky 2 action up to 14 seconds faster than ever before. So whether it's thoroughbreds, greyhounds or harness, you can now beat the jump with faster live sky racing vision. New on the TAB app. TAB, we're on. Available on the TAB app to TAB account holders on the TAB iOS app. T's and C's apply. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Skipped breakfast. Great to have him on the show, the great Alfie Langer. As I said, it's going to be half of the place and a lot of hard work between here and next year and getting ready for Vegas. Have they sent you over for a reconnaissance? <laughs> oh, yeah. Alf, just no, who wouldn't, you wouldn't, all wouldn't out? if that was the case. I'm doing my, I'm doing my pre-season over <laughs> <laughs> The Big Sports Breakfast, weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing, Queen Walkout, quickly beginning well was Gypsy Joker, Kenya Exclusives hustling across and Magic Secret and Kenya Exclusive found the lead and darted away. Magistrate gets into second, spotting this leader four. Behind those was Gypsy Joker, Kenya Exclusive, well back was Edge Gambler. A minute off them, Dino Way, followed by Queen Walking at the tail was Faze Magic, the leader. Kenya Exclusive for Michelle Lill, four clear. Magistrate can't pick it up, Kenya Exclusive takes the cup, beats Magistrate. Third will go to Gypsy Joker in front of Magic Secret. Behind that was Kenya Exclusive winning the Charcoal in Casino Cup at on Friday afternoon up there at Casino. And joining us to have a chat about that pretty special performance is co-trainer Mick Lill. Good morning to you, Mick. Hey, Kat, how you going, mate? I'm pretty good. Not as good as you, I'm tipping. That was a real impressive little performance from the boy. And I know he's been um, a work in progress for you guys. Um, I read a story online that 
he came over with plenty of injury issues and took a little while to iron those out, but it must be extra special to land a feature race with all that considered. Yeah, mate, he's a, a bear with this dog. He's got no uh, self-preservation button. He's, um, he's all race dog. He's got a very rare trait where he doesn't mind um, really pushing. He, he pushes himself through gaps where other dogs won't take, you know, and he's got an exceptional uh, turn of foot when he hits terra firma. So, yeah, he, he, did, he had a lot of problems when he came over um been trying to sleep. He did this at him, at him and uh, he, um, he had a hop and he had a, a bad stopper and uh, yeah, we just put him through our, our four-pronged attack that could rehabilitate these, these, these fast dogs and um, sort of kicked it for the goal with him, you know. Well, Mick, he's building up a pretty imposing record now. He's won 13 from 17, and he did use a fair bit of the track there the other night at a Casino, but it looks like the box draw doesn't really bother him. He can he can work his way through the field from any draw. Yeah, he's a, he's a winner. Yeah, you, you get these dogs with these incredible records. And, um, there's no fluke to it. They want to do it. They want to win, and they they, they want to they want to chase that little, but they want to beat the other dog, and it's a very rare trait to have. Um, Horses like that, he was um, he wasn't so much a, a mad rider on the arm, but he just wanted to beat that dog, beat the other dogs, you know. And um, this dog's very much in the same mould as Morse Horse. And you obviously had a massive opinion of him from the time you got him. He had three months on the sidelines, as we just touched on, and since then it's been go 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 with him. You took him down to Goulburn for some feature races down there and then straight back up to Casino. And I understand he's now off to Maitland for the Cup Heats this Friday. So um, you've obviously got a massive opinion of the dog. Yeah, for sure, mate. He's um, he's an excitement machine. I, I, he's only two and a half, so we've still got a bit of, a bit of time on our sleeve with him. But he probably should be... He's had five starts for us. probably should be unbeaten. The two starts we got beat, um, we actually... We racked, we had some strapping on that stomper on his wrist, and um, and both times he slipped on the mat coming out. So it's probably uh, been over precautionary with him, and, and we should have just probably trusted the process, knowing that we got him 100 percent right. So uh, as soon as we took the strapping back off, he, he won in 1950 at um, at uh, at Goulburn, and then took him up to uh, Casino. What he drove him up there six hours up there and six hours back just to trial him and. Kenya Smurfettes, and um, they took both sold unbelievable. I think they went 274, 12, 26, and 272, 12, 21 in their trials up there, which is just nuts, you know. Um, and then obviously he just come out and he's, he's done the job in the final. He beat Modern Swinger in that run at Goulburn over the shorts, uh, beat it pretty easily. But the impressive thing about last Friday night, Mick, was the fact that uh, he powered away from Magistrate, who is, is no slouch in his own right. He was actually on the lead. I couldn't believe the performance. Um, like I said, he's all raced on these good dogs just get the job done. And uh, he was actually on the lead all week. I couldn't work in the middle of the week after his heat because he, um, when he was crossing the front in his heat, uh, he caught a bit of a spike wound uh, in his weapon. Um, so he was uh, it was hydrotherapy and um, and just worked on him all week to get that uh, to get that right. And he was just on the lead all week, so. To run it right out and have Magistrate not be able to take any ground off at all, I thought we were mm. actually running through the line at the end. I, it actually brought a bit of a tear to me on, and it takes a fair bit to get me um, 
uh, yeah, to get me warmed up like that. But um, yeah, no, he's just a special dog, special talent. And last one from me. In uh, incredibly, they've had to extend the uh, nominations for Friday night's meeting at Maitland. So. I uh, don't have any box draws for the heats at this stage, but uh, where are you hoping to draw or it doesn't really matter to you guys? Yeah, it doesn't really matter with speed dogs like him and sort of more sauce. You know, they make their luck at the start. It just depends who's drawn inside and out. It's really, you know, whether you've got a crasher or a wide runner. But um, uh, don't worry about other little bitch. She is absolutely airborne. She'll be taking a place in the uh, in the cup heats as well. Um was a bit unlucky up there. It's probably a good thing beating the Golden Cup final, I thought. And, and she just rounded things off lovely there on uh, on the weekend with a beautiful, you know, the times there, got a beautiful 16.90 off the peg at Maitland, run home and sub 6.5. So she's um, she's right on track, that little blue bitch too. Don't worry, she's a, she's got a terrific motor on her too. And Mick, before we let you go, um, well, it's nearly 12 months ago now, but he's been around Kennington several times and ran a pretty quick 29.77 there. Is the plan to get him back to town shortly? Mate, yeah, it's, he's just going to be, with those injuries, the hop and the stop, we believe we've got him you know, basically uh, 100% right, but you know, it's always in the back of the head. So he's just going to be steeringly racing. He's going to be targeting you know, these better races. You won't see him running around in free-for-alls and Midweek, you know, we'll just start at these. These, um, you know, there could be a couple of tips for Melbourne coming up with him, and um, uh, yeah, mate, he'll just target these big races now. I think that's the level he's at, and um, yeah, he's, he proved that on Friday that he's uh, and his record says yes, that. And the times he was running with Stevie over in, in West Australia, it, it suggests that he's top class when you're running 29.7s around the city track over there, and uh, as a young dog, you know. It, you're definitely mm. top level. No? So. That's for sure. All right, well, we uh, await the uh, the draw for Maitland. I don't think it's been done yet, uh, so fingers crossed you get a handy field. He's going to be mighty hard to beat on what we saw at Casino last week. You're going to have a lot of fun with this dog, Mick, so thank you for your time this morning and good luck on Friday. My pleasure, guys. Good to, good to hear your voice, Pat. Take care, guys. There he was, Mick Little, trainer of Kenya Exclusive, and... Uh, for those who haven't caught that run the other night, Cat, he was ultra impressive. Uh, he was right there. He he ran away from Magistrate, who's no slouch. Yeah, he was very impressive. Um, they've obviously always had big wraps on the dog. You don't have the kind of record he did over in the West without um, having a lot of ability to back that up. But um, it's been a, a good little, I guess, move for him to come over here. Um, the injuries got in the way, but... Um, yeah, he, he looks like he's going from strength to strength now. So hopefully he runs a good race over uh, at Maitland in the Cup Heats this Friday night. Uh, we might not take a break here, Duff. We might just dive straight into things while we're chatting about Maitland and listen to Got the Features win from about 10 days ago now. Racing, Blue Goose Boy away midfield, Raggle Taggle missed it, Speed Tarawai Rocky and there's Royal Nangar driving through with Got the Feature deeper out, behind them then Blue Goose Boy trying to circle, Ezra Man in a bit of uh, bother there, Bum with zipping Maserati and Raggle Taggle towards the end, Got the Feature got to the front led by two, goes wide though, Royal Nangar still there on the fence, they're clear of Tarawai Rocky, Got the Feature in front, too strong for them, Got the Feature one by three and a quarter beat, Royal Nangar second, uh, third Blue Goose Boy and then came that was got the feature at his brilliant best winning a free-for-all at Maitland. It wasn't quite 10 days ago. It was eight days ago, but 
not too far off. We might uh, have a chat to his trainer, David Smith, now because he's one of the, the key chances heading towards the Maitland Cup heats as well this Friday night. Good morning to you, Dave. Good morning, Kat. How are you? Yeah, pretty good, thank you. Let's uh, chat about Got the Feature first of all because he was the first of three winners you got there at Maitland last week and uh, it was good to see him bounce out in front and really show what he can do on the bunny. Yeah, he's, uh, he loves Maitland. He's made the final of the, um, the... He was the fastest qualifier for the maiden there in last year's big maiden, which the final's on um, this Friday week as well. And, and he was in the Maitland Cup last week. Last year he, he was... Uh, pre-post sort of favourite going into that but there was a few dramas leading into the final and he didn't probably do his best and drew badly so yeah he loves the track so hopefully um, we can go a little bit better this year Well that go much quicker than 24.88 the other night there Dave so he's he's hit form at the right time Yeah he has he he was going well he had a little spin in Queensland and we found him he um, went up there and he he was a little bit sore in his toes so he's come back it's just taken him a few starts to wind back up so yeah he's just coming good at the right time hopefully and the team's trending along nicely at the moment. You've got a, a couple more heading towards the cup heats this Friday. The box draw's not out at the moment, uh, but did you just want to run us through the other ones you've got heading there? Well, Tarawai Rocky will go there. He was probably uh, a little bit disappointing last week when he when he lost to got the feature, but he did pull up a little bit sore. So we're working pretty hard on him to, to get him right for Friday, which which hopefully he will be. Um, and he, you know, he's a seasoned sort of group dog. He's won the now a puppy classic and he's made six or seven of these finals so it'll be good to have him right and the other dog uh, was Sublime Ethics who's probably faster than the two dogs but he needs that little bit of luck in running, he likes to use a lot of the track and probably really needs to draw wide in that sort of company to to feature. Well just on box draw, what would you be looking for with Got the Feature? Either of the wings, he likes room to move he can uh, you know, he came out of box six last week, but he had a vacant five. Uh, but when he gets in against those sort of quality opposition, it just takes him that little bit to wind up. And he likes, it, likes that little bit of room just off the mat. So uh, his form off eight is impeccable. But there at Maitland with the one, uh, the box is so far up off the track. The one, the one's really good too. You know, probably wouldn't knock the red back, to be honest. You mentioned Sublime Ethics. She's won two on the trot. She went 26-2 at Bulleye two starts back, and then she went 24-97 at Maitland last time out. I see she goes around at Tamora uh, tomorrow. She's got the one there. You say she wants to be drawn wide, so uh, not ideal for her tomorrow? No, she, she got rolled there at $1. forty last time she had box one there. She just uh, The boxes are that little bit different there because they're right down on the rail, and she got herself tangled up and um, ended up a good thing beaten, but that's what happens if you don't uh, make the most of the red, you know. So, yeah. Look, she, she hasn't had as much running as the boys. She's first grade, and they were sort of lucky enough to be fourth grade, and it was a lot easier to get a run. But with the grading policy the way it is, some of these, you know, the, the non-grade dogs or the first grade dogs can be very hard, tricky to get a run. So she's, she'll, she'll back up if she pulls up good. I guess the beauty of Got the Feature is you have a look through his form, Dave, and he can handle any track straight, horseshoe circle and he's capable of running quick times at all three yeah he has he probably uh, up the straight he probably hasn't gone quite as well as he should it's the same story for rocky um yeah he's performed on both the two turn and the one turn and probably up the straight you know they they go straight into the non-grade there so there's no favors but um they probably haven't haven't featured as well as you might have hoped but um no you're right he can go anywhere 
And uh, last one from me. I noticed that there was an article written a couple of weeks ago that one of your former superstars, Super Australis, is now in pop to Aston Rupee. So um, how are the updates from uh, that end? I know Ice Cream Stories also had a couple of litters on the ground too. So a couple of, a couple of your former absolute superstar girls um, hopefully now throwing on to the next generation. Yeah, well, she's up at Michael and Michelle Jones up on the farm and she's due on Friday. So I don't think they're sure exactly on the numbers yet, but they're pretty confident there was going to be a few there. So I'm sure they'll be well sought after pups uh, for anyone looking for a good pup. Yeah, they've been a terrific line, that Super Estrella line. And, uh, well, she went to a new level once she worked out the distance caper. She was near and unbeatable. Yeah, so just... Yeah, she was probably a 680 metre bitch for so long. She was leading and putting herself in races, but just running places in those major races. But once she sort of had the season and, and strengthened up a little bit, she did really find that last little bit. And I think a couple of the others sort of took the way at the same time, like Miss Esme who was a superstar as well. And yeah. they kind of, kindly retired her and made room for, for Estrella to come through. But yeah, that's the way it is. Ah, well, in this breeding caper, they carry on, though, don't they? So looking forward to those Super Australia pups when we see them on, on uh, the track. And, and the uh, Aston, Aston Rupee, I think there's good reports on those as well. Yeah, well, there is. There's, there's, um, I've just had a litter of Aston Rupees to my Group 1 stayer as well, classy ethics. So there's certainly good reports on, on the confirmation and keenness coming through. And, uh, yeah, I suppose it's pretty exciting to be breeding stayers. I think that's... Uh, it's good that that's for sure. people out there breeding stays and it's great for greyhound racing. All right. Well, uh, we've got to wait a little while for uh, for those. Uh, I'm sure they'll be to the fore when they do, but uh, closer to home and uh, and closer to the future. Uh, good luck with your three entrants at Maitland on Saturday night. Safe travels. Hopefully you get a good draw and we'll check those out later today. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, guys. Dave Smith got the feature. Good dog got the feature. Absolutely, as Dave just said, he's always had a massive motor and he's been in plenty of feature race finals. So, uh, yeah, he's going to be one of the key players heading towards the series this week. And I think uh, I saw that there was 20-something nominations earlier this morning. So not sure how many they've got now that they've extended it, but there's going so to be a few like na- big names there. Yeah, yeah, but there's going to be plenty of big names there. I know Andy Lord's bringing some up and... Uh, wouldn't surprise me if Minnie come up for a drive with a few of hers as well because they've all seen the track. So uh, no doubt there's going to be plenty of depth there. Okay, uh, time for another short break and we're going to catch up with Gemma Daly who's going to give us an update on Harris Herbie who goes around in the Queensland Flame on Thursday night. Celebrate Christmas at the races with Randwick Christmas Festival. Enjoy twilight racing and plenty of festive family fun with amusement rides, a petting zoo, pony rides and a visit from Santa. December 1st at Royal Randwick. Entry is free. Sports Report. First up this morning, big news for our national sport, cricket. Cricket? Sorry, but our national sport is not cricket. Yeah, it's Aussie rules. No, it's rugby league. Cricket was played first. Soccer's played the most. No, the best. We serve more than we We ski almost as much as cricket. Sport is our sport, and it's all better on the Tab app. Tab, we're on. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Most people are unaware that bad bacteria can grow quickly in food that's stored, prepped or cooked incorrectly. And that can lead to food poisoning. 
To avoid bad bacteria, always make sure your hands and cooking utensils are clean. Keep raw meat and chicken away from food that won't be cooked. Run your fridge at or below 5 degrees Celsius and use a meat thermometer to ensure your meat's being cooked to at least 75 degrees Celsius. For more tips on keeping bad bacteria at bay, visit foodsafety.asn.au. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing, hello Mike, came away quickly. Tomahawk Hay showing speed, Harris Herbie down the outside will head them all off. Checked early, Victor Damien, Big Town Hero. Running into the first turn, Harris Herbie leads a length over to second, Cash Master. Third was Super Shanks, they've raced 10 in front. Over Tomahawk Hayes, followed by Kai Bale. Checked early, hello Mike, back towards the rear with the Big Town Hero running down the side. The leader is Harris Herbie, Cash Master to the outside. Harris Herbie with a kick, he got away. Harris Herbie won the orchestrate consolation. Mike two legs, Cash Master, Kai Bale flew for third, followed by Super Shanks. That was Harris Herbie winning one of the consolations of the Brisbane Cup back in July. And I thought it was important to have a chat about uh, this fella and the race that he goes into on Thursday night just quickly before we wrapped up the show, Daff, because the winner gets a slot into the Phoenix next month in just or just two weeks' time. And what a stacked race this is on Thursday at Albion Park. I think... Uh, you would not be disappointed if this was a Group One field. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to run us through the prices for it? We'll do, and I agree with that. The Red Runner bears bullet four dollars forty. Of course, won the Ipswich Cup. Jay is Jay returning from Victoria a dollar eighty. Inconspicuous at nine. Jen's Joy fifty one. Double Up Bill fifteen. Magistrate nine. Harris Herbie eighteen. And Get Carter uh, narrowly defeated in that Ipswich Cup has been nineteen dollars into eight dollars. So you're quite right. That that could be a Brisbane Cup field. Absolutely, it could. And I thought the price for uh, Harris Herbie was absolutely insane. We know how good this dog is. Fresh, uh, we saw what he did. Um, it was early in the Queensland Carnival when he, he came back from four months on the sidelines around twenty nine sixty odd in a, a feature race heat up there at Albion Park during the early stages of the carnival, um, and he hasn't been seen on the track now for oh, be nearly two months. So, uh, really keen to see what he is up to and how he's going to go on Thursday night. And joining us to have a chat about his chances is trainer Gemma Daly. Good morning to you, Gem. Good morning, guys. First of all, how is the boy and? Um, I guess, can you give us a bit of a rundown on why he's been off the track for such a long time? Um, well, I'm actually out walking him at the moment. We're just having a bit of a wander around. He had a bit of a, a bit of a layoff. There was a bit of a niggle that we sort of couldn't get to the bottom of. Um, had a, a good friend who was able to help me get to the bottom of it. So um, he was sort of looking. He was heading for the Ipswich Cup. We still weren't 100% happy with it, so we thought we'll just put the brakes on and, and rest him up and uh, sort of have the flame in in mind, um, providing that he got a start in it. And so he has and uh, been lucky enough to, you know, um, be given trials at Albion Park on uh, before the first on Wednesday and on Sunday and, and pretty pleased with both runs. He um, he took a lot out of it. So hopefully he's um, he's right to go on Thursday. Well, it's a hot field, Gemma, as, as we said before, but and there's a fair bit of pace there with Bears Bullet off the red box and Magistrate in six, but you mightn't, uh, it mightn't be a bad draw box seven for Harris Herbie because he could get a card across from Magistrate. Well, Herbie's learned to love the outside boxes. He's, um, hasn't, he's never been blessed with box draws, so I think he won the consolation out of six. I think he won the 
preload out of seven and he does seem to hopefully he can get a little bit of room and um and muster and you know being on the inside with so much speed he might be able to just get a bit of a swoop around him if they get a bit tight well, it's funny you mentioned that because when he did resume from that four-month break, he had box seven at Albion Park and he went four, 5.43, 29.67. Gee, if he's to replicate that on Thursday night or anywhere near to it early, um, he's going to be right in this race and that $18 looks massive overs. Oh, that's right. Uh, you know, look, $18, yeah, it, it, we don't set the market, but um, for a dog that, you know, went 29.6 um, over the Winter Carnival twice, um, and you know that's only six runs ago for him. It seems um, it seems like nice odds. Yeah, and, and when he won that consolation, he had the green rug that night, twenty nine sixty nine, twenty nine sixty nine. And of course, that was the Brisbane Cup night, and Elite Machine ran twenty nine sixty. So we know how good he is, but he seems to be maybe a little bit forgotten. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, that's what we always think, anyway. It, it's um, you know we're, we're blessed to have him in the kennels and. Um, we definitely don't forget about him, so we just try to give him every opportunity to um, to sort of show him what he's got. But, um, you know, take nothing away from the field. It's, it is a very handy field. Obviously, he's lining up against on Thursday night, and hopefully he's back to near his best. Um, he's got to sort of show it to us. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed. And the last one from me. It's um, obviously a massive thrill to no doubt be hopefully representing... Uh, Queensland in a race like this what would it mean to yourself and Tarquin to be able to get on the road and mix it down with the Victorians if he was lucky enough to secure a spot oh it'd mean everything and um whether we got on the road or on the plane I think I'll choose the plane it's probably a bit far for me to drive so um a plane trip to Melbourne would be wonderful but um look we you know to be even to be accepted into the field is is one thing too you know it's um essentially was um an invitational sort of race as far as, you know, there was only the select few that, that got in. There was last year it was running heats and finals. So to be sort of selected in the final field, um, I think it's a testament to the dog that he's not necessarily forgotten about, but there seems to, um, he just seems to fly under the radar sometimes. And Gemma, finally, if you're fortunate enough to win on Thursday night, have you have you planned ahead um, what you're likely to do in regards to either going or sending him, sending him to Victoria to put him around? Uh, we're, one of us will head down. Um, yeah, we sort of will travel, always travel with our dogs. Um, we're we're very lucky that we're both interested in the dogs, and um, it's a massive team effort. And um, you, you can't do it on your own, not with the, the number we've got. So um, we're, we're lucky to have a few helping hands around and a few people really keen to get involved in the team and that. So um, we've got owners and that that are all taking out handlers' licences and it, it just makes our life so much easier. So definitely one of us will be heading down. That's terrific. Well, uh, he deserves his place in that field. His form's been terrific. He's won nearly 300000 in stake money already, so he's more than paid his way. Uh, you've, you've mentioned that um, his lead-up trials have been good enough to win, so fingers crossed for yourself and Tarquin on Thursday night. That's race eight, box seven, Harris Herbie, and uh, irrespective of how he goes, I'm sure we're going to see him uh, in, the, in the carnival over the summer as well. Yeah, hopefully. We're just... Um Always put him first, and at the moment, he's, everything's looking great, and we'll just keep him fit and happy, hopefully. All right, Gemma, thank you for your time this morning. Hopefully, we're chatting to you again soon. 
worries. Thanks, guys. There she was, Gemma Daly, who uh, puts the polish on Hara's Herbie. You're right, Kat. Looking at his best form, $18 is a nice price. Absolutely. And I think it was during the carnival that we were saying how well this dog does go fresh. I think that's the important thing to note with it. Every time he's sort of, they've taken the, the foot off the gas with him and put him in um, what might seem a little underdone. He's just absolutely flown. So um, mm. if that trend continues, $18, massive quote on Thursday. All right. Well, uh, you'll be heading down to Sandown on Saturday night for Sky Racing active coverage and also Sky Channel. Absolutely, I will. We had uh, myself, Dan Hardy and Don Harley on Saturday night just gone and had a lot of fun with the boys and hopefully the weather's a bit kinder to us this week because we had to have them hauled up in a room upstairs. But if we can get out on track, it'd, it'd be absolutely wonderful. It's Victoria. Who knows what you'll get down there. All right, well, let's go in Greyhounds for another week. Uh, looking forward to catching up with you next week, Kat, for a wrap of the Melbourne Cup and the Boltrish. Uh, you travel safe and we'll catch you then. Can't wait.